everyone good morning everyone good afternoon good evening depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time right away we are going into our second prayer segment I'm going to read our prayer points to us right now. I'm going to be praying for the leaders of the nations. We're going to be praying for all cadres of leaders and those in power and authority. Hallelujah. 1 Timothy 2 from verse 1 to 2 says, I exhort therefore that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. We pray that the nations will be brought into alignment with the prophetic timing, plan, and purpose of God as delivered to us in the scriptures. We forbid and overturn Satan's plans and agenda to control our government before the time. By the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ, we break the dominion and influence of Satan and demons over the leaders of the government of the world and its people, which has been exercised through fear mongering and compelling by force of authority. Oh, Balaka Sataya. We are going to be praying using different nations, maybe a particular scenario or situation going on in your country, using the nations of Russia, Ukraine, Afghanistan, even China, Shanghai, to be specific. You know, the first lockdown in Shanghai, in China. We're going to be praying these that the devil wants to do. It prevails no further. We put an end to it. We cut it down. We break every dominion and influence of Satan's and the demons over the leaders. Instigating them to do things that are ungodly. Things that are an abomination to humanity. We cut them down and we refuse for them to proceed any further. Let us begin to pray at this time. You cannot mute yourself Thank <laughs> you. 
I pray that the nations Yes, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we pray for our leaders, every kid of leadership, everyone in power, everyone in authority, Yes, we pray, O oh God, Bali Kosuto Kobo City Kibaya, Belekizo Fredikilo Krondo Kobo Shaka Barakatela Dazita Haya. Yes, we pray, O oh God, that the nations are brought into alignment with the prophetic timing, plans, and purposes of God as delivered in the scriptures. Rinda Kasongla Kazopetale Roshtakabaya. We break the dominion and influence of Satan and his demons over the leaders of the nations. We say, O God, that it proceeds no further. Every act of control that has been exercised to fear mongering and compelling by false authority, we break them right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. We break all such dominion in the name of the Lord Jesus. We say they proceed no further in the name of the Lord Jesus. The people and the nations, they are free to serve the Lord. Yes, we break their hold. Their agenda and desire to control. We cut it off permanently in the name of the Lord Jesus. We take their authority from them in the name of the Lord Jesus. We strip them of their boldness, malakasataya, and their courageous desire to do evil. Maka baraka 
Yes, for the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. Yes, and all men that are in it they belong to the Lord. Thank you, precious Father. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. For in Jesus' precious name we've prayed. Amen, amen, amen. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God forevermore. Oh, praise God, praise God, praise God. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon, good evening, good night, depending on what part of the world you connected from at this time. You are welcome to be inspired by the word global times of devotion with the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Sister Amaka for the opportunity to lead the saints of God in this time of intercessory prayers. I'm grateful for the opportunity. Right away, we're going into a session of praise and worship, after which we'll be going into the Rhapsody of Reality segment. Over to you, dear esteemed Sister Harriet. Thank you so much, everyone. Do have a lovely day. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, hallelujah, amen. Thank you so much, Esim Sister Maka, for this opportunity to lead God's people in worship. Thank you, Pastor Debbie, for that awesome time of intercessory prayers. Thank you so much, God bless you. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time. Let's just lift up our hands and bless the name of the Lord. Let's worship him. Let's appreciate him for his goodness. Let's thank him for his love so lavished on us. Thank him for all that he's done and all he's going to do in our lives. Just worship him. Appreciate him. We worship you, Lord God Almighty. We give you all the praise. We give you all the honor. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. With open hands, we sing. We lift our voices and sing. Hallowed be your name. Whatever comes our way. We lift our voices and say, Hallowed be your name. To the one who is to come, we lift our voices and say, Hallowed be your name. Oh, Beginning and the end, we lift our voices and say, Hallowed be your name. Lift up your voices and say, Jesus, Jesus, you never fail. You are just the same. Yesterday, today, Master, Savior, Lord, you reign. Oh, Lord, hallowed be your name. Lift up your voices and say, Jesus, Jesus, you never fail. You were just the same yesterday, today. Oh, Master, Savior, Lord, you reign. Oh, Lord, hallowed be your name. With open hands, we say, we lift our voices and say, Hallowed be your name. Whatever comes our way, 
we lift our voices and say, Hallowed be your name. To the world who is to come, we lift our voices and say, Hallowed be your name, Jesus, the beginning and the end. We lift our voices and say, Hallowed be your name, oh Jesus, Jesus, you never fail. You were just the same yesterday, today. Oh, Master, Savior, Lord, you reign. Oh, Lord, hallowed be your name. Lift up your voices and say, Jesus, Jesus, you never change. Oh, you were just the same, same God yesterday, today. You are the master, savior, and Lord, you reign. Oh, Lord, hallowed be your name oh lift your voice and say jesus jesus you never fail you were just the same you were just the same oh yesterday today you are a master savior and lord you reign Oh Lord, hallowed be your name. Oh, lift your voice and say now, Jesus, Jesus, you never fail, you never Oh, you were always the same, always the same. Yesterday, today, you were a master, savior. God, you reign. Oh, hallowed be your name. Hallelujah. Negro Tori and D. Grati Grasakons Kaju Fredila Prakaskaju Prenekadila Huskadi. Milogron, Zagadila, Paron, Zeinda, Kraken, the Cricketorian, Prickelictor, Karadila, Groskish. Leila, Leila, Husa, Paron, the Seafrog, and the Kraken, the Christians, excelling the Kilanda, Sali, and Duri, Bari, and Dujalamundo, Rukovsky. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Harriet, for that, for that time of worship. And thank you so much, esteemed Pastor Debbie, for the amazing prayer time. Praise God. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time. I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Stamaka for this wonderful opportunity and privilege to take us through the devotional this morning, praise God. Our topic is on the screen and it says, it's a real kingdom, praise God. Now, after John had been put in prison, Jesus came into Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God, Mark 1.14. Jesus began his ministry talking and preaching about the kingdom of God. Mark 1, 14 to 15 says, Now after, the, after that John was put in prison, Jesus, was, Jesus came into Galilee, preaching the, kingdom of, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying, The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe, and believe the gospel. Hallelujah. Observe the term, observe the term Jesus used as he preached. The kingdom of God is at hand, is at hand. Is at hand is one of the two expression. On the other, on the, on the one hand, it means it's near. On the other hand, it means it's here. In John 3, 3 to 5, Jesus made it so plain. He said, verily, verily, I say unto thee, 
Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Notice the expressions. He cannot see and he cannot enter. This shows that the kingdom of God is real. You don't see it with your optical eyes, but you see it in your spirits. We entered and became a part of the kingdom when we were born again. That's how the kingdom became real to us and in us. Praise God. Jesus used the expression, the kingdom of heaven. Though many use both expressions interchangeably, they are clearly different. The kingdom of heaven is more perfectly expressive of is the more perfectly expressive of the part of the kingdom of God established by Jesus in the earth. The kingdom of God includes all, all of that which is under God in the earth and in the heaven. But the kingdom of heaven is the part of the kingdom of God that's functional in the earth, set up by the Lord Jesus Christ. Can we go over that again? Jesus also used the expression, the kingdom of heaven. Though many used both expressions interchangeably, they are clearly different. The kingdom of heaven is more perfectly expressive of, the, of that part of the kingdom of God established by Jesus in the earth. The kingdom of God includes all of that which is under God in the earth and in heaven. But the kingdom of heaven is that part of the kingdom of God that's functional in the earth, set up by the Lord Jesus. So what he's saying here is that the kingdom of heaven is a part of the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of heaven is the one that Jesus came to set up in the earth, which we all are in. And the kingdom of heaven is already here. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So when Jesus came and said the kingdom of God is at hand, he was actually talking about the kingdom of heaven that he had come to set up because the kingdom of God was already there before Jesus came. Our heavenly father is the head of the kingdom of God. 1 Corinthians 15, 24 shows us that at the end of all things, the kingdom of heaven that has been set up in the earth will be delivered to the father because it belonged to him all along. Hallelujah. So we be the part of the kingdom of God, of heaven. We all will come together. The Bible says we all fitly join together. We'll be delivered to the Father as the kingdom of heaven that has been established in the earth. So we, we are delivered to the Father Though we are, we, are, we are part of the kingdom of God, but being functional in this earth, we will now be delivered to the Father. And guess what? When you get to heaven, you will not see a Father, a Son, and a Holy Spirit. But you will see Jesus, because in him is tabernacle, the Father, and the Spirit. The Bible says, in him dwelleth the fullness. The Bible also says, it pleases the Father that in him, Christ Jesus, through the fullness of the Godhead dwell in. So the Father dwells in him. He is the Son. He is the body of God. And then the Holy Spirit is totally tabernacled in him. Oh, Barodori, Gradori, Kebaria. Brothers and sisters, catch this. And the Bible says we are complete in him. His fullness, he's incomplete without us. We are what makes him complete. He is the head. We are the body. The fullness of the Godhead tabernacles in him. But he is the head. He needs a body. We are the body. So the so the fullness of the Godhead dwells in us. Ah. Mm. Okay. Let's 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 um mm, let's shift a little. 
Do you know who you carry? Do you know what you really carry? Do you know what is in you? Do you understand this thing? Because the moment you do, if you catch this one today, it will change your mindset forever. It will change the things that seemingly torment you, the things that comes into your body and you are you're, you're shaking and oh God, those killer Listen to this. When a man has an injury on his foot, on his foot, maybe a, um, a, a an opening, or maybe he's um he got pricked by a nail, maybe a rusted nail or something. What you hear from people is quickly go take the tetanus injection, right? Because tetanus is a killer disease. It is, it could readily kill the person after a while. So they will say, don't allow tetanus to enter into it. Okay. When a man drinks water that is not clean, that has certain um, impurities in it, they say, ah, that could lead to poisoning or diarrhea or even worse, cholera. When a man eats food that is not well prepared or well covered, maybe it's um, effect of flies on it, they say it could lead to dysentery. When a man is sleeping outside in the open, you could hear he, um, he's possible, he could possibly be bitten by mosquitoes and he could have malaria. Or he's out there in the open, not covered himself. They say he could catch cold or pneumonia. These diseases are diseases that could kill after a while. Have you ever thought about a madman on the streets? That's that um, mentally unstable man who walks the streets, no home. He sleeps outside there in the streets, in the cold, no pneumonia. He's not covered himself, no malaria. He eats from the dustbin, from the waste bin, no cholera, no dysentery. He has injuries on his leg, his foot, his hands, you see wounds and all that. No tetanus. What could be in this madman that is preventing all these diseases from affecting him? And for some time, you see some of them 30 years on the streets, 25 years. They don't die outrightly. There was a demon that has taken charge of that being. And that demon cannot let him die. The demon prevents death from attacking him. So the mosquitoes will feast on him. The diseases are poured in his body. He has cuts here and there. But he's still being protected from death by the demon. But you carry God. You carry the Holy Ghost. The totality of Godhead dwells in you. Tabernacles in you. Yet you think you have malaria. Yet you say you have pain. You have typhoid. Yet you say I'm afflicted by this disease or that disease. Do you know who you carry? Do you know what you have? Do you know the kingdom of wind of which you operate from? Do you really understand these things? What shall we say then if God be for us, who shall be against us? He that spared not his own son, but gave him to die. Take that place of shame, of pain, of disease, of infirmity, of poverty, of penury. He took all of them on your behalf so that you would not have to go through it again. Do you know who you carry? You have a kingdom. The Bible says, they that dwell in Zion will not say, I am sick. Never. You wouldn't say it. It is not a language of the kingdom. Do you know who you carry? When you are a part of this kingdom, you shall decree a thing and it's established unto you because God spoke creation into being. Then he made man and said, be like me, function like me, act like me, speak like me. Gave man charge and dominion over all things. Yes, man lost it, but he got it back in Christ Jesus. The Bible says all authority. Jesus said, all authority has been given unto me in heaven and in earth. 
and we come in the name of the Lord Jesus. We act in the name of the Lord Jesus. We function in his stead. As he is, so are we. We are him. He is us. Do you know these things? Do you know who you carry? When the consciousness of this abounds in you, even when the pain seemingly comes, you rebuke it immediately. When the thoughts, you know, sometimes you see um, a symptom and the thought comes to you. This is what it is. This is what it is. You don't say, oh, oh, oh. No, you rebuke it. Your response must be to rebuke it, to speak to it immediately. That is what your response should be first. It is called the doctrine of the first response. What you respond to, how you respond to it, is what matters the most, your first response. Before you go there and cover yourself, you're not feeling well, your, your head is aching, it's pounding, have you rebuked it? Have you taken charge in the realm of the spirit first? Because that's what matters the most. When you come to understand these things, like that madman who walks freely, not minding any disease or any infirmity, what does he know? He's being governed by his spirit. Same are you governed by the spirit of God. Charged by the Holy Ghost. Moved by the Spirit. He speaks through you. He talks through you. He acts through you. He does everything through you. Then he will now, he cannot inhabit your body with any disease. No. He parambulates your whole being. Correcting all that should be corrected. You are of that kingdom that dominates, that rules, that reigns. You are of that kingdom. Where God himself is your God. Where you reign and function by him, through him and in him. And of his fullness have you received. You carry God. Be conscious of this. You carry the almighty God. You carry the one who spoke creation into being. You carry the one who parted the sea with, by the blast of his nestries. You carry the one who caused quails and manna to fall in the camp of the Israelites. You carry that one who spoke to the fig tree and its roots withered away. That one. That is who you carry. That is, of, that is the one of whose kingdom you belong. Be conscious of this. For that kingdom is real. And that kingdom is in you today. Function in the kingdom. Function by the kingdom. Function through the kingdom. Understand the kingdom principles. Rule, reign, win, dominate. This is who you are. And this is what you should do. Praise be God forever and ever. Amen. Once again, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Stamaka for this wonderful privilege. Praise God. At this point, I will kindly hand over to Pastor Inye to take us through the further study, the confession and the one-year Bible plan, New Testament. Thank you, everyone, and make sure you have a beautiful day. Thank you, esteemed Brother Martins. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you are connected from at the moment. I'll say a big thank you to esteemed Sister Maka for this opportunity. We are going over to the, new, to the Bible study segment of today's devotion, and we are starting with the uh, book of Matthew, chapter 3. One to two. In those days came John the Baptist preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, Repent ye, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Matthew chapter 10, verse 7. As you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Luke chapter 17. From 20 to 21. Now, when he was asked by the Pharisee when the kingdom of God would come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God does not come with observation, nor will they say, See here or see there. For indeed, the kingdom of God is within you. Praise the Lord. We're going to take the confession together. Please do not.
not omit your mic. Just repeat after me. Dear Father, sorry, blessed Father, thank you for your kingdom that is in my heart. Your glory is revealed in me today. As I bear testimony of the glorious news of your saving power, bringing many out of domination into the glorious liberty of the kingdom. In Jesus' name, praise the Lord. We are going over to the New Testament reading for today's devotion, and we are still in the book of Luke, chapter 14. And it came to pass, as he went to the house of one of the chief Pharisees to eat bread on the Sabbath day, that they watched him, and behold, there was a certain man before him which had the dropsy. And Jesus answered, and Jesus answering spoke unto the lawyers and Pharisees, saying, Is it lawful to heal on Sabbath day? And they heard their peace, and he took him and healed him, and let him go, and answered them, saying, which of you shall have an ass or an ox fall into a pit? Pastor, please, you're supposed to read Luke chapter 14, verse 1. That's where, okay, sorry, it's because I'm taking the King James. I mean, Luke chapter 14, sorry. Caption, Jesus, he's on the Sabbath. Passion translation, sorry. On Sabbath day, Jesus was on his way to dine with a prominent Jewish religious leader for a festive meal. Everyone was watching him to see if he could heal anyone on the Sabbath. Just then, standing right in front of him was a man with his limbs suffering from edema. Jesus asked the experts of the law and the Pharisees who were present, does the law permit a man to heal on the Sabbath day or is it right or wrong? No one dared answer. So Jesus turned to the sick man, released healing to him and sent him on his way. Jesus said to them all, if one of your children or one of your animals fell into a well, wouldn't you do all you could to rescue them even on the Sabbath? There was nothing they could say. All were silenced. Caption, humility and hospitality. When Jesus noticed how the guests for the meal were all vying for the seats of honor, he shared this story with the guests around the table. When you are invited to an important social function, don't be quick to sit near the head of the table, choosing for yourself a seat of honor. What will happen to you when someone arrives who is more distinguished than you? The host will bring him over to where you are sitting and ask for your seats, saying in front of all the guests, you are in the wrong place. Please give this person your seat. Disgraced, you will have to take whatever seat is left. Instead, when you are invited to a banquet, you should choose to sit in the lowest place. When your host comes and sees you there, he may say, my friend, come with me and let me sit you in a better place. Then in front of all the other guests at the banquet, he will honor you by sitting you in the place of highest respect. Remember this, everyone with a lofty opinion of who, is, who he is and who seeks to raise himself will be publicly humbled. And everyone with a modest opinion of who he is and chooses to humble himself will be raised up before all. Then Jesus turned to his host and said, when you throw a banquet, don't just invite your friends, relatives or rich neighbors, for it is likely they will return the favor. It's better to invite those who will never get an invitation. If you invite the poor to your banquets along with the outcasts, the handicaps and the blind, those who will never repay you the favor, then you will experience a great blessing in this life. And at the resurrection of the godly, you receive a full reward. When they heard this one, when they heard this, one of the dinner guests said to Jesus, someday God will have a kingdom feast. And how happy and privileged we be the ones who get to share in that joy. Jesus replied with this parable. A man invited many to join him in a great feast. When the day of the feast arrived, the host instructed his servant to notify all the invited guests and tell them, come, for everything is now ready for you. 
But one by one, they all made excuses. One said, I can't come. I just bought some property and I have to go and look it over. Another said, please accept my regrets. I just purchased five teams of oxen and I need to make sure they can pull the plow. Another one said, I can't come because I just got married. The servant reported back to the host and told him all of their excuses. The master became angry and said to his servant, go at once throughout the city and invite anyone you find, the poor, the blind, the disabled, the hunt autumn and the lonely, invite them to my banquets. When the servant returned to his master, he said, sir, I've done what you asked, but there's still room for more. So the master told him, all right, go out again. And this time, bring them all back with you. Persuade the beggars on the streets, the outcasts, even the homeless. Insist that they come in and enjoy the feasts so that my house will be full. I say to you all, no one who receives an invitation to feast with me and makes excuse will ever enjoy my banquet. This is the word of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, everyone. For having it. Over to you, Steve John, for the Old Testament. Thank you. Brother John, please unmute yourself. Okay, okay, okay. Thank you very, very much. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you so much, Pastor Nye. You are just so amazing. Thank you. So, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Old Testament segments of our one-year Bible reading plan. We are reading the book of Judges, Judges chapter 17 and 18 this morning, the Living Bible. I'd like to say a big thank you to the esteemed Pastor, um, Sister Amaka for this privilege, and Brother Martins for helping us to display the scriptures on the screen. Praise the Lord. Yesterday we read about some. Um, about Samson and his ordeal with the with the Philistines. Today, <coughs> sorry about that. <coughs> so today we'll be looking at the story of Micah and uh, the idolatry that they perpetrated. Praise God. From verse one, in the hill country of Ephraim lived a man named Micah. Some will say it's Micah, but I choose to call it Micah. One day he said to his mother, that's $1,000 you thought was stolen from you, and you were cursing about, well, I stole it. God bless you for confessing it, his mother replied. So he returned the money to her. I'm going to give it to the Lord as a credit for your account, she declared. I have an idol carved for you and plate, and plate it with the silver. So his mother took a fifth of it to a silversmith, and the idol he made from it was placed in Micah's shrine. Micah had had many idols in his collection, also an ephod and some teraphim, and he installed one of his sons as a priest. For those for in those days Israel had no king, so everyone did whatever he wanted to whatever seemed right in his own eyes. One day, a young priest from the town of Bethlehem in Judah arrived in that area of Ephraim, looking for a good place to live. He happened to stop at Micah's house as he was traveling through. Where are you from, Micah asked him, and he replied, I'm a priest from Bethlehem in Judah, and I'm looking for a place to live. Well, stay here with me, Micah said, and you can be my priest. <laughs> and I'll give you $100 a year, plus a new suit and your board and room. The young man agreed to this and became as one of Micah's sons. 
So Michael consecrated him as his personal priest. I know the Lord will really bless me now, Michael is doing, because now I have a genuine priest working for me. <laughs> Chapter 18. And as already been stated, there was no king in Israel at that time. The tribe of Dan was trying to find a place to settle, for they had not yet driven out the people living in the land assigned to them. So the men of Dan chose five army heroes from the cities of Zora and Eshtao as scouts to go and spy out the land they were supposed to settle in. Arriving in the hill country of Ephraim, they stayed at Micah's home, noticing the young Levite's assets. They took him aside and asked him, what are you doing here? Why did you come? He told them about his contract with Micah and that he, has his, that he was his personal priest. Well, well then they asked, ask God whether or not our trip will be successful. Yes, the priest replied, all is well. The Lord is taking care of you. So the five men went on to the town of Laish and noticed how secure everyone felt. The manner of life was furnished and they were wealthy. They lived quietly and were unprepared for an attack for there were no tribes in the area strong enough to try it. They lived, in a, they lived a great distance from their relatives in Sidon and had little or no contact with the nearby villages. So the spies returned to their people in Zora and Eshtahov. What about it? They were asked, what did you find? And the man replied, let's attack. We have seen the land and it's ours for the taking. A broad, fertile, wonderful place, a real paradise. The people aren't even prepared to defend themselves. Come on, let's go, for God has given it to us. So 600 armed troops of the tribe of Dan set out from Zora and Eshtal. They camped first at a place west of Kiriat Jerim in Judah, which is still called the Camp of Dan. Then they went on up into the hill country of Ephraim. As they passed the home of Micah, the five spies told the others, there is a shrine in there with an ephod, some teraphim, and many plated idols. It's obvious what we ought to do. So the five men went over to the house, and with all the armed men standing just outside the gates, they talked to the young priest and asked him how he was getting along. And the five spies entered the shrine and took the idols, the ephod, and the teraphim. What are you doing, the young priest demanded, when he saw them carrying them out? Be quiet and come with us, they said. Be a priest to all of us. Isn't it better for you to be a priest to a whole tribe in Israel instead of just to one man in his private home? The young priest was then quite happy to go with them. <clears throat> and he took along the ephod, the teraphim, and the idols. They started on their way again, placing their children, household, and household goods at the front of the column when they were quite a distance from Micah's home. Micah and some of his neighbors came chasing after them, yelling at them to stop. What do you want chasing after us like this? The men of Dan demanded. What do you mean, what do I want? Micah retorted. You've taken away all my gods and my priests, and I have nothing left. Be careful how you talk, mister. The men of Dan replied. Somebody's apt to get angry and kill every one of you. So the men of Dan kept going. When Micah saw that there were too many of them for him to handle, he turned back home. And when Micah's idols and the priests, the men of Dan arrived at the city of Laish. There weren't even any guards, so they went in and slaughtered all the people and burned the city to the ground. There was no one to help the inhabitants, for they were too far away from city. They had no local allies, for they had no dealings with anyone. This happened in the valley next to Beth Rehob. Then the people of the tribe of Dan rebuilt the city and lived there. The city was named Dan after their ancestor, Israel, which had originally been called Laish. Then they set up the idols and appointed a man named Jonathan, son of Geshem and grandson of Moses, and his sons as their priests. This family continued as priests until the city was finally conquered by its enemies. So Micah's idols were worshipped by the tribe of Dan as long as the tabernacle remained at Shiloh. Praise God. And I'll hand over to Estimbra Martins. Thank you very much, everyone. Have a perfect day.
Thank you so much, Estimbra John. Good morning once again. Good afternoon. Good evening, everyone, depending on what part of the world you are connected from at this time. Praise God. And once again, I'll say thank you to the esteemed Stamaka for this wonderful privilege to take us through the confession, the affirmation and the communion. Praise God. The affirmation will be on the screen shortly. We start our affirmation by taking our names. My name is, you say your name. I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ. The next paragraph, I, your name, I'm granted according to the riches of the glory of Christ. The third paragraph, I, your name, my love, abounds more and more in knowledge and in all judgments. At this point, I will kindly ask everyone to please unmute their mics as we take information on the count of three. One, two, three. My <laughs> I Communication of my Amen, amen, amen. Praise God, hallelujah. At this point, we'll be going straight to the communion segment of our meeting. Praise the Lord. And our text is taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. Praise be God forever. For I have received of the Lord that which also I deliver unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you. Today, we acknowledge, we declare, we affirm that you dwell in us in your fullness. Everywhere we go, we are conscious that we carry you. We are conscious of what you do for us in us and through us. We are conscious of your divine presence that goes with us. And even today, as we break this bread, we affirm that Christ is our lives. Christ is our life. Christ is my life. I move and function according to the dictates of the Spirit. That same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, that same Spirit that is at work in me. Thank you, Father. Lord, we love you. We appreciate you. In Jesus' name, go ahead and break the bread and eat it.
Praise God, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. After the same manner also he took the cup and he has supped, saying, this cup is in the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me, for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Declare the cross Dorian Tigra, Mela Akros, Congra, Dozebra, Dakida, Kori, Paradi, Zigoboro, Conskejo, Renegre, Dila, Capadila, Hakadi. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for the cup of the everlasting covenant in the blood of Christ. We declare that as we take this cup, we are blood washed, sanctified, and glorified. We live, move, and function by the spirits. No infirmity, no sickness, no plague shall dwell near us. And even now we'll rebuke every infirmity because we walk in the consciousness of the one who we carry. We walk in the consciousness of the kingdom of God, that kingdom of which we belong, of which we, of, in, in which we dwell. Thank you, Father. And even now we declare concerning every one member of our family, every one member of our families, we declare that they are safe. Safe from wicked and unreasonable men. They are miracle miraculously delivered at all times. We declare miraculous deliverance, miraculous deliverance in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. No evil shall befall them. No plague shall come near their dwelling. By the power of the Holy Ghost, miraculous deliverance in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Go ahead and take the cup even now. Oh, shadow go brag, friend Nagredi. Salvation upon every family. Salvation in the name of the Lord Jesus. They are coming to Christ accepting Jesus as Lord and Savior, confessing him as Lord of their lives, living for him every day, every day. Members of our families, they are coming into the kingdom by the power of the Holy Ghost. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I see a family that has a long-term history of idolatry. Oh, the gospel is coming to your family by free cause unhindered in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. They are all dropping those idols and they are accepting the Lordship of Jesus. Yes, they worship God and God alone. Many, many are coming to the kingdom of God at this time by the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of the Lord Jesus they are persuaded in their spirits that there is only one true God and that God is Jesus Christ and they accept him as Lord and Savior. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Lord, we give you praise. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Once again, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Stamaka for this wonderful privilege. At this point, I'll kindly hand over to Pastor Ian to go through the remaining part of the meeting. Thank you, everyone, and make sure you have a beautiful day. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone once more, depending on where you are connected from at the moment. We are going over to the celebratory segment of today's devotion, and I want to say thank you to Brother Martins for that communion segment. Okay, if today is your first time of connecting with us, please kindly come to the chat room, say your name, and who invited you, we would like to meet with you. If today is your birthday, birthday of your loved ones, wedding anniversary, or whatever it is that you are celebrating, please come to the chat room and say what it is you are celebrating. We'd like to celebrate with you and we'd also like to pray with you. Praise the Lord. Do we have birthdays today? Okay. Um, Dollar says, happy birthday to my wonderful sister, Doing Aremu. Happy birthday, sister, Doing. God's blessings to you now and always. Sister Vanessa says, today is the birthday of my pastor's daughter. Her name is Shalom Victor. Happy birthday, Sister Shalom. God's blessings to you now and always. Wow. Sister Well says, today is my dad's 60th birthday. Happy birthday, Daddy. We keep growing in grace and in the wisdom of God. 
and in good health, more blessings now and always. Pearl says, I want the staff of the month at my place of work. Glory to God forever. Congratulations, Sister Pearl. This is just the beginning of many more beautiful things to come. Congratulations. Do we have more birthdays or what we are celebrating? If today is your first time, Sister Lillian says, glory. I'm thanking the Lord. It rained babies from heaven yesterday. I received three babies, one from my younger sister, one from my neighbor, and one from my pastor and friend. Wow. Congratulations, esteemed Sister Lillian. God is indeed gracious and kind. Sister Wells says, today is my friend's birthday, Victory. Happy birthday, esteemed Sister Victory. Those blessings now and always. Samia says, today is my friend's birthday. Tiny, happy birthday to you. Those blessings now and always. Sister Duni says, today is my first time. I was invited by Sister Jerry Rich. Please, Sister Duni, where are you connecting from? Sister Ikeria says, today is my brother's birthday. His name is Patrick. Okay, Sister Duni says she's connected from Ibadan and she was invited by Sister Joy Rich. We are excited to have you in our midst, esteemed Sister Duni, and I assure you that you are in for a great time. Welcome to Inspired by the World family. We love you. Okay, Sister Bukola say, I'm thanking God for the promotion I received in my workplace yesterday. Congratulations. More promotions for you in the name of Jesus. Okay, do we have more things to celebrate? Do we have more birthdays? Congratulations, everyone, on your birthday. Oh, Dollar says, happy birthday to a great colleague and friend, Sam Omudu. Happy birthday, brother Sam. God's blessings now and always. Okay. More birthdays or more celebrations. Okay, I'm going to hand over to the esteemed brother Martins to pray for the celebrants. Okay, brother John says, 12th was my wife's niece's birthday, Esther. It's terrible. Happy birthday to you, Esther. God's blessings now and always. Okay, I'm going to hand over to Esteem Brother Martins to pray for the babies, the celebrants, the promotions, staff of the month, and the first timer. Do have a wonderful day, everyone. God bless you. Over to you, Esteem Brother Martins. Oh, praise God. Praise God. Zaptali Grofragli Jogderi Atar Koskei Jovrikta Prokda Ufragdi Jebranangras. Lord, we thank you for every birthday celebrants. We declare the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that they are graced, abundantly graced. They are favored, exceedingly favored. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you. For everywhere they go, the mark of Christ is upon them, and people take it upon themselves to do them good. We declare that, yes, from this day, it is glory upon glory, laughter upon laughter, happiness and joy, gladness all their days by the power of the Holy Ghost. Even Lord, we thank you for our members who have been promoted. And for those ones who have won different accolades, Barrio, Glijo, Glijo, Prakli, Krosopra, Nangra, Severity. Lord, we thank you. Oh, that which causes them to rejoice is all they continue to hear, act, do, see by the power of the Holy Ghost. Lord, we thank you for even now, as this promotion has come, so shall it touch every one member in this inspired by the world group. Every one paragloshti, one level of promotion or the other, promotion in their finances, promotion in their place of work by the power of the Holy Ghost. Yes, Lord, you have visited us with this reign of promotions, and it is this, the present our reality. Thank you, Father. We give you praise, we worship you. Even thank you, Lord God, for the baby. So kata Thank you, Lord God, for children and the gift of from you, O oh God. And we happy the Kroski Juvenigra. We happily receive them. Thank you, Lord God. And even now we see if there be any one of, of us, any one member who has been expecting a child, expecting the fruit of the womb, declare crow frog, la pride, tilo, sebre, nifro, dozi, and deja. It has 
began now and according to the time of life, we'll receive these babies. Father, power of the Holy Ghost in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord, we give you praise. We worship you. Oh, Takabadila Kropadia, omnipotent Father, ever, ever gracious God. Thank you. To your praises be forever. Thank you, Lord God. Oh, Lord, you are the awesome ruler. You are the one who reigns forever. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I think we have about um, five minutes more. Okay, four minutes. Is there anyone that has a quick testimony, very quick one you want to share? Very quick testimony, quickly. Just raise your hand. Just one person, only one person. Okay. Um, there's no one, no one, no one, no one. Pastor Oinyo Kunko, go ahead and unmute your mic and share your testimony. Praise God. Praise the Lord. I just actually want to say thank you, esteemed Brother Martins, for the opportunity. Sister, esteemed Sister Maka used to tell us that anytime you hear a testimony from your brother, your sister, or somebody, you know, somebody sharing a testimony and you're hearing it, it just means that that particular testimony is in your neighborhood. And today it was raining babies, promotions, staff of the month. You know, I, I'm just excited for what God is doing in our midst. So it's an opportunity for everyone here to receive your promotion, receive babies, and receive whatever it is that you actually want because it actually means that the angel of promotion and of plenty babies is in our midst. Praise the Lord. Thank you, sir, for the opportunity. <laughs> Thank you so much, Pastor Oinye. Okay, Sister Lillian, kindly unmute and share your testimony. Thank you, sir. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for this privilege to share my testimony. Praise God. You know, I think last month I testified out the catalog of testimonies. And after that, Testimbra Martins gave a word and he said that I'm going to be appreciated personally that before the term runs out, before the session, the academic session runs out, you know, a few days ago, my head teacher called me and appreciated me and also gave me an envelope. I was like, wow, this is a confirmation. It is gone. So I want to thank God especially and thank you so much, Brother Martins. I love you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Uh, he gave you an envelope. <laughs> Make sure you give God his own envelope in your tights. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. And this comes to the end of today's wonderful, amazing time of fellowship. And I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Stamaka for the wonderful privilege and the, the opportunity given to me to take us through today's meeting. Thank you so much, Ma. I am grateful and I deeply appreciate it. Thank you so much. At this point, I'll kindly ask everyone to unmute their mics as we share the grace in fellowship. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Alive. 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 Alive.